wherever you may be. This is going to be the best of the Grand Jury Reawakening. I will be your host for this hour, and my name is Dr. Kelly, and I got to do a show here with the permission of John Statmiller starting in 2018. And I'm going to encourage you to have pen, paper, pencil, paper, crayons, whatever your preferred writing tool is, and I'm going to give you some highlights over the last year and a half since the conclusion of the Grand Jury Reawakening, and we'll cover some referrals, references, and due to the highly strictly confidential nature of healthcare, the healing arts, and the work of the grand jury, I do not have any, well, I'm peerless, but uh, don't have any co-host for this particular show. Uh, But do appreciate your being here and wishing you a very well and wonderful new year in 2024. And here's the agenda and this meeting will now be called to order. The wonderful function of the grand jury within the California Republic is that it is delineated Article 1, Section 23 in the California Republic Constitution. And doing research at the historical library, I discovered an 1849 as well as an 1879 Constitution. And Article 1, Section 23, and I've got it right here, and I'll give you just a little side history. The California Republic Bear flag was designated the flag by legislative enactment in 1911. It is patterned after the historic flag flown at Sonoma on June 14, 1846 by a group of American settlers in revolt against the Mexican rule in California. The short-lived revolution ended on July 9, 1846, and the general design and details of the bear flag are set forth in section or 20 of the government code. And then turning the page, very interesting preamble. And this book from the senator also shows Magna Carta 1215 and several other documents, the National Constitution and the Constitution of the California Republic. The beautiful preamble reads this way. We, the people of the California Republic, grateful to Almighty God for our freedom in order to secure and perpetuate its blessings, do establish this Constitution. And Article 1, a little squiggly Section 23, reads, or is written as follows. One or more grand juries shall be drawn and summoned at least once a year in each county. 
because you have one form of grand jury that is the government watchdog, and you're taught how to investigate the government, and the other form of grand jury that is drawn is when there is a capital crime, such as murder, and if the regular grand jury is involved in their work, another one will have to be drawn, and it's a very specific process. You have to be able to go through a background check. You cannot have any felonies. You have to speak English, and it's really a fabulous way to serve your people. I was, oddly enough, appointed, maybe because of my uh, background as a doctor dealing with confidential patient records, being a lawful custodian of records, and then they drew my name out of the jury wheel, which was kind of cool, kind of like bingo in there, and then you go through all the requisite training and processes and the swearing in, and... I'm just going to go over these quick bullet points. Uh, back in 2017, I got to, um, I was introduced to RBN, and I had a lot of fun learning about Sheriff Gordon Martinez and John Statmiller. And after about a year and a half of calling in to hundreds of other uh, times, to dozens of other people's shows, John gave me the grand jury reawakening slot. That was one hour, high noon Saturday. And it was a wonderful time to read a very small handful of the best work of how much dedication and integrity it takes and how many years the, in, the investigations sometimes go on for uh, to get to the bottom of the evidence pile and to get the indictment or uh, ignoramus is we, we find nothing. And that was a fun name to call your little brother as a youngster. And let's see, I did do a handful of interviews and a handful of guests and wanted to acknowledge and thank the work of uh, Dan Sutterfield in fundraising for RBN, and a little bit later on in the show, Sam is going to come on and let you know about uh, current and future fundraisers to keep the Republic Broadcasting Network going. And uh, back in the good days, there was a front site fundraiser to support RBN. I was actually able to take advantage of some of their courses and it was very epic training from very organized, structured range masters. Lots of military was getting additional training there. Uh, United States Federal Air Marshals and just every good man and woman who served this country. <clears throat> uh, pardon me. Until Front Sight was... I guess taken away by some shyster Vegas Mafia attorneys in 2022. That's the bad news. The very good news is that you have the Freedom Center with Sam Andrews and 
You can learn more about him, I believe, on Monday mornings, Firearms Monday, right here on RBN. Uh, 2023, I needed to take a sabbatical for the whole year, shred many confidential patient records, and I'm going to be moving in a really good direction in the future, probably getting a Bachelor of Science in Criminology and doing some chaplain in training work. So if you need prayed for or with, I will be giving out my dedicated voicemail line, and I'm going to give you the mailing address and that voicemail telephone number right now if you're ready to write. If not, I'll bring it up again. The uh, mailing address, which is the best way to do it private and in your own writing, in your own question or concern, that can go to post office box 166. Kings Beach, California, 96143. Again, the digits, PO Box 1624, Kings Beach, California, 96143. And the dedicated voicemail number, 24 hours a day, is area code 530-402-402. 7007. Again, 530-402-7007. And so there is no time for gossip or talebearers. However, if you have a concern, because this has been a pretty perilous times that we're living in, uh, there has been a lot of loss of life and a lot of upsets and Just things that you need, the confidential privacy that comes with prayer and health care. I think it's going to be a great addition uh, to serving people when I do go on short-term chiropractic missions. And I do teach as one having authority, not as the scribes and the Pharisees. And I do hate every false way and I'm not a fan of the adversary or the enemy who would seek to interfere with my process and my mission or yours. Pardon me there. And I also wanted to acknowledge and thank, I was able to bring on Leon Green for a quick interview, but his cell phone didn't give us the greatest um, clarity or contact. And I brought on a man who was running for a local office in his county, Calvin Clark, brother of Jeffrey Clark, that big wave Mavericks surfer. And I was also able to bring on Weldon Travis. And I'm going to give you a book list coming up in a little bit of several things that I was able to read this year and have placed in the local public county library for the benefit of others. And I didn't get the opportunity to review this next bit of material, but I wanted to thank the group in Albuquerque area, New Mexico. They were supporters 
RBN. They were letter writers who referred me to a book called Osler's Web, O-S-L-E-R-S, Osler's Web, by an author named Hillary Johnson. She did nine years of dedicated research, and this group in Albuquerque sent kind of a photocopy of the cover of the book, and I believe it's a little over 700 pages. I was able to borrow it through an interlibrary loan, and it spoke and was documenting the origins of something that went by the name of either chronic fatigue syndrome, Epstein-Barr syndrome, Raggedy Ann syndrome, and boy, what a surprise in the back in the index to see such names listed as Anthony Fauci and a whole bunch of others. So a number of uh, healthcare professionals and my mentors that I've had in the past, I referred them to this book and... Boy, nine years of research, 700 pages, probably won't get through that book in a couple of weeks, but um, get those things in the local public library for your people. A couple of items that came up recently that I thought you might find interesting. This was in end of November, beginning of December of this year in the local public paper, sort of hidden in the back as a public notice. And I'm going to blaze through it here at lightning speed. Notice of intent to modify natural precipitation. Notice is given that the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education on behalf of the Desert Research Institute will continue... <clears throat> to conduct a program of weather modification by artificial nucleation of clouds with silver iodides and other appropriate nucleating agents to increase useful precipitation at certain locations in the Tahoe Truckee watershed. And it goes on. I won't read the whole thing, but interesting points. The state of Nevada is funding the project, meaning your tax dollars, you're being plundered, and it's used against you. Shame, shame. The area in which the ground-based equipment, hmm, ground-based equipment, hmm, will be operated is in the basins of Lake Tahoe, Truckee River, and the little Truckee River between Highway 50 and 15 miles north of Interstate 80. I'm going to stop right there. Interesting fact, I had a four-foot tall glacier in my backyard until the end of May this year, and now there isn't a snowflake on the ground to be found. And it's already January. And since I'm sort of in the neighborhood I'm going to also cover, uh, there was, um, and so every good man and woman is my neighbor, and my closest neighbors are over in the west shore of the Lake Tahoe Basin. 
And on the 5th of June, 2021, and I covered this when I was doing uh, my original show, and this is from an update, but I'll start at the beginning and work my way back to the current. Deputies received a 911 call from a residence in Homewood, a neighborhood in North Lake Tahoe. Deputies arrived to the home and found Robert Gary Spohr, spelled S-P-O-H-R, deceased as a result of a single gunshot wound. Robert's wife, Wendy, had also been shot but was taken to a nearby hospital where she recovered from her injuries. Unfortunately, Wendy passed away a year later. During the early stages of the investigation, video surveillance was obtained from the home and along Westlake Boulevard revealing a hooded male wearing a face covering and a backpack walking to the residence several hours before the homicide occurred. Since then, PCSO, this is in Placer County, so that would be the Placer County Sheriff's offices, They devoted countless hours of follow-up by detectives along with the district attorney's office. The information and evidence detectives gathered eventually led them to identify Serafini and Scott as the suspects. Both suspects are known to each other and to the victims which is very often the case. I believe it's over 60% of those uh, wrongdoers are known by those who they aggrieve. Uh, Serafini entered a not guilty plea on all charges in court on October 31st. His next hearing is scheduled for November 27 at 1 p.m at the Santucci Justice Center in Roseville. As of publication, the Sheriff's Office was still awaiting the extradition of Samantha Scott from Nevada. Now I'm going to go back to the beginning of the article. This was in a monthly publication called Moonshine, Inc. This is the November 9 to December 13 of this year edition. And so backing up to the current part, right here. The suspects, both of them, were arrested in connection to the 2021 North Lake Tahoe homicide. After a lengthy two-year investigation involving Placer County Sheriff's Office, detectives, and the District Attorney's Office, 49-year-old Danny Serafini, S-E-R-A-F-I-N-I, and 33-year-old Samantha Scott, were arrested on October 20 in Nevada State for the 2021 Homewood murder of 70-year-old Robert Gary Spohr and the attempted murder of 68-year-old Wendy Wood. PCSO detectives assisted in the apprehension of Serafini in Winnemucca, Nevada, and also assisted in the apprehension of Scott in Las Vegas. Placer County Sheriff's Office thanked thanked the United States Marshal Service Reno Office 
United States Marshals Nevada Violent Offender Task Force in Las Vegas, Winnemucca Police Department, and the Humboldt County Sheriff's Office for collaboration on the arrest. And I just had to cover that because it is a tragedy when there is innocent bloodshed. And I was so grateful to have the resolution and the solving of the crime and those murderous criminals being brought to justice. I'm going to now move on to a document that I requested during the uh, during the regular show, uh, January 13, 2020. So this is now going on four years ago. I had written to the local Ajo Forest, I call it the Hilton because you get a warm blanket, a hospital district. And this is regarding the EMF or electromagnetic frequency fields surrounding the Tahoe Forest Hospital campus. Isn't that interesting? Sometimes they call it a university. Sometimes they call it a campus. Whatever. Dear Dr. Kelly, upon receipt of your voicemail message, and I often request records by facsimile, so there's a paper trail. So the president and CEO directed me to inquire as to our EMF status here at the hospital and the surrounding health system. There's that word again, campus. Because if a man or a woman has a pacemaker device or an insulin pump device or some kind of deep brain uh, implant, stimulator, any of those medical devices are adversely affected by smart meters, radiation emitters, cell phones, smartphones, and the number of devices. And so I thought, hey, I'm going to do a little investigation and see if there is a low or no EMF area in the hospital. Because I stay out of hospitals. Sometimes I have to go visit people that hurt themselves and wound up there or were injured, whatever. And I noticed nurses walking around with laptops using Wi-Fi to transfer patient records to give patient care. And I actually do have a verified first-hand eyewitness who did the installation of said wireless network within the hospital. Really interesting things occurring currently hmm, with wireless networks and people's bodies. So after entering, okay, and so here's a really good tool. Go ahead and write this down. You'll be furious with me, but I told you the truth. Antenna search. That's your tool, A-N-T-E-N-N-A, search, S-E-A-R-C-H, dot com, antennasearch.com. I learned about it, I guess, 2010, 2012, and saw the X. 
exponential deployment of antenna tower structures, and it does not, keep in mind, it does not include the smartphones, the cell phones, the smart meters, or the privately owned devices. Anyway, after, and I go back to the letter that I received, after entering the hospital address, 10121 Pine Avenue in Truckee, California, into the search function on that tool I gave you, antennasearch.com, I was able to determine that this web resource lists 24 hours and 116 antennas within a two-mile radius. That used to be a four-mile radius years ago, and it dropped down to a three-mile radius, and now sometimes you get a two-mile radius. <clears throat> According to this website, the closest tower to the hospital is 50 feet away. Also, according to this website, the closest antenna is on the hospital property. I have attached those documents for your review, and I have since forwarded that copy to other organizations and hope that they actually do something about it. Maybe they won't, but I've done my part, put in the time, did the homework, and so interesting finding and interesting facts. Uh, the letter goes on to say, I was able to verify with our chief information and innovation officer, and I'll also point out that right across the road from that hospital is a billion-dollar cancer treatment center and then kitty corner to that, going to the northeast, is a group of, I guess, private doctor offices and things like that. And it is, if, if people go up there, they are showering, bathing, soaking in microwave and radio frequency radiation. <clears throat> and as we come in close to the bottom of the hour break, I will finish this up. I was able to verify with the blah, 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 that the health system campus has numerous wireless access points, and we utilize wireless patient monitors. This means that regardless of our proximity to antennas and towers, there will be electromagnetic radiation coming from the health system campus, and we are not a low or no EMS site. So thank you again. This has been the Grand Jury Reawakening, sort of the best of, sort of a rewind. And uh, thank you for sticking around. Coming to the bottom of the hour break. And this is January 1st, 2023. So Dr. Kelly will be right back.
are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly cows too. Ease off LLC 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN.
Uh, thanks, Sam, and thank you to the listeners who have supported this platform that uh, John Stapmiller built and some really interesting, again, timelines, um, kind of bullet points. Uh, it's unfortunate, and I've really been kind of lamenting the loss of John Stapmiller, and I'm typically the last one to know about things, and the good news with that is that I'm able to then verify and do my own investigation to come to the correct conclusion, and it was very, very interesting that John Statmiller passed away seven years to the day after some Colorado cougar crashed into me, meaning not a cougar, the animal, but a woman, and a rather large woman and her large boyfriend, large woman in her 60s, large boyfriend in his 30s. I kind of designate that as a cougar. And that would have been the fifth day of the 11th month I got crashed into in 2014, and we lost John Statmiller in 2021. And I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it's really disappointing and a total letdown and an embarrassment to the healing arts profession, whether it's a medical doctor, uh, veterans affairs, an osteopath, or a number of healing arts professionals, a nurse practitioner, because we are all trained with the same basic textbook called DeGowan and DeGowan Medical Examination, Physical Examination. Even a halfway decent doctor of chiropractic would have seen the condition on a plain film x-ray, a decent examination would have revealed the condition that took John Statmiller from us. And so, again, I'm grateful for this platform to be able to get out verified facts to encourage listeners to become doers, not just hearers of these words, but people willing to act on to do the hard, rewarding work <clears throat> to serve your people. And for some reason, I end up doing good to those who hate me. And I've got a lot of haters after learning how to investigate the government. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I'm going to go over a few good books. Most that I've read over the past uh, year on sabbatical and some a little before and some working on currently. One of the most important tools for anyone working in the building, construction, uh, any of the, the various trades, the author is Carl, K-A-R-L Riley. R-I-L-E-Y. The title of this book is called 
tracing EMFs in building, wiring, and grounding. The little cough switch there. Uh, Tracing EMFs in building, wiring, and grounding by Carl Riley. Little under thirty dollars, the best thirty bucks you'll spend. And uh, another great book is Hottinger's Cats, P O T T E N G E R S, Hottinger's Cats. But let me back up a step. In Carl Riley's book, it gives the diagrams instructions on how to do a proper inspection and many of the building wiring and grounding errors that generate the EMFs are much more hazardous to the man or the woman or the young man or the young woman in that home than high frequency high voltage power lines and <clears throat> the um, now over to Pottinger's cat, P-O-T-T-E-N-G-E-R-S, Pottinger's cat, uh, written by Francis Marion or Francis M. Pottinger, Jr., medical doctor, a study of over 900 cats and quite a bit of information and knowledge and wisdom on nutrition in man, and Dr. Pottinger ran a tuberculosis treatment, I think those were the sanatoriums, in uh, the mountains of Los Angeles. There is also a DVD, and that book is indispensable to uh, pretty much everybody's library. Um, most people have the the willingness to investigate, to read, and to uh, ask really good questions. Moving forward, um, another good book, Heartbreaker, but Good Facts, is The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life. Again, the title, The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life by Arthur Furstenberg. I'm going to spell Furstenberg for you. F-I-R-S-T-E-N-B-E-R-G. Again, The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life. Arthur Furstenberg. I think it's another five to 700-page book that should be available to other people in your county and or through an interlibrary loan system. So your librarian is really the original search engine. And this wonderful librarian, I think in Tennessee, she let me know. And that tool again, antennasearch.com, And then as far as um, Western history and the Old West, 
Uh, my friend Weldon Travis wrote, Resident Deputy Sheriff Continuum that just came out in 2023, probably March of this year. So Weldon, I brought him on the show before, W-E-L-D-O-N, middle initial C, last name Travis, T-R-A-V-I-S. He was a resident deputy sheriff in Marin County. And it's a really interesting documentary. And this new edition has a lot of color photographs in it. And I love the beginning of the book because there's a map, a couple of pages, and it shows the skull and crossbones where he discovered uh, various uh, victims. And I had him come on the show and talk about one of my favorite chapters. The FBI turns red, white, and blue. And a couple of years ago, Weldon let me know about another friend and a neighbor over there in Rough and Ready, California, where um, several authors and, and really interesting characters live. And the author's name is Chris Entz. I'll spell it for you, C-H-R-I-S, last name E-N-S-S. And a tremendous amount of research uh, this woman does went into this book called According to Kate, spelled K-A-T-E, and that was uh, Kate Elder, the love of Doc Holliday. And the photographs, the, the research that this woman does, the traveling to obtain the authentic, original, genuine articles, the photographs are just, just amazing. And she did have to overcome a lot of adversity from the family of these, of, you know, Wyatt Earp and, and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm currently in that book and really recommend it. And I was able to have that added to the Washoe County Public Library System. And it's a lovely hardcover book. Um, and then uh, James in Vancouver uh, introduced me to a book called How to Be Your Own Literary Agent. And the author is Richard Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S. Again, How to Be Your Own Literary Agent. You've got to have a contract. And you've got to have a good one. Otherwise, you get shafted by the publisher, and they will profit off of your lack of preparation. Um, another interesting document that I came across during some spring cleaning, and this goes back to some firsthand eyewitness volunteer work I did with the San Bernardino Valley Humane Society, and I contacted the community outreach uh, woman who was in charge of this, and I pointed out um, a typographical error 
and she was grateful for that. And so this is probably still current, even though this price list was first published in 2004. Now, on the front cover of this document, under the vaccination clinic for dogs, third from the bottom, or second from the bottom, I don't know, it's near the bottom of the list, coronavirus, $5, okay? Then, <clears throat> on the inside of this flyer under the disease prevention for dogs, a little paragraph at the lower right-hand corner. We believe your dog's immune system should not be overburdened with vaccines given too frequently or for diseases posing no threat. And here's the typo. Coronavirus vaccination is available on request. And that is a treasure in the archives and the files. And I'm going to hit up a couple more bullet points. My favorite things from grand jury service were actually reading law encyclopedias and the words and phrases permanent edition from the year 1658 to the current present parts. Uh, but I did cover the California Constitution, Article 1, Section 23. And then the next obvious step is the oath of office. That is part of the penal code, code, statutes, ordinances, things like that. Penal Code 911. Thank God, sense of humor. <laughs> and I've read that many times on the show. Don't have time to cover it again today, but Penal Code 911, the oath. And my favorite jury instruction, Rule 15.35, Electronic Communication Devices Prohibition. Electronic Communication Devices Prohibition was new in the year 2005 and was based on some 1992 case law. Another very important item, and I was the chair on a committee, meaning I asked the questions to the witness and did the uh, interviews. I conducted the committee and was the co-chair on another committee where I got to call and book the interviews. Investigation, interview, same thing. This notice to the grand jury witness, your appearance before the grand jury is governed by California law, which includes strict requirements of secrecy. You are admonished not to reveal to anyone except as directed by the court questions which you were asked or responses which you gave or anything which you learned concerning the activities of the grand jury as a result of your appearance here today, this, this confidentiality shall be maintained unless and until such time as a transcript or final report of this grand jury proceeding is made public 
or until authorized by this grand jury or the court to disclose such matters and then only to the extent disclosed in such transcript or report or otherwise authorized because there will be a final report. A violation of this admonition is punishable as contempt of court. The grand jury recognizes and appreciates your assistance and cooperation. And this is suitable for framing in your closet. And a quick indicator of a decent grand jury. We have 58 counties in California, 17 next door in Nevada. The letter should contain the county seal and it should be on their letterhead. It should have a wet ink, blue ink signature and study the original authentic genuine so that you can recognize the counterfeit or the imposter or when they've done it wrong. So with a few redactions or privacy, the letter goes on to state, the grand jury received your letter, or it will say claim or report, and the date it was received. The grand jury will review the information you have provided, verify that this matter is within its jurisdiction, and determine whether a full investigation is warranted. Any allegations of criminal wrongdoing may be forwarded to the county district attorney for possible investigation and prosecution. Due to the strict confidentiality requirements, you might not receive any further communication from the grand jury. By law, the grand jury cannot communicate the results of the investigation to you personally, but the final reports of all grand jury investigations are available to the public when published generally prior to the conclusion of the term in June. And so now is the time to serve your people on your grand jury. Thank you for your time today. You can contact me in the future if you wish. Have a great day. Happy New Year to you.
Fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.